Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In Good is about you. Good morning, church. As always, this is the first Sunday, and we 
have our communion service at this time. And of course, the Last Supper is a meal shared by, by the followers of Jesus Christ who are gathered here this morning. Because the, the bread represents his body and the wine represents his blood for the remission of our sin. Yeah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we have gathered together in your name this morning. Be pleased to honor this gathering with your blessed presence. May our communion with you be warm. May our fellowship with one another be sweet. In Jesus' name, we shall be seated. At this time, we will have our scripture reading by High Honor Leo Pauline Plancy. Pauline. Our reading this morning is in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 22 to 34. And it reads, And when he gave thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken to you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do shew the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore... Whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup, the Lord, unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. But if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if any man hunger, let him eat at home, that ye come not together unto condemnation, and the rest will I set in order when I come. Father, we thank you for this word, this scripture this morning. We pray, Lord, you be with us always. Let us pray this morning, <clears throat> a prayer of confession. Heavenly Father, have mercy upon us, O God, according to your loving kindness. According to the multitude of your tender mercy, blot out our sins and our transgression. Wash us thoroughly with our, from our iniquity and, and cleanse us from our sins. For we acknowledge our transgression and our sin is always before you. Against you and you only we have sinned and done this evil in your sight. That you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Hide your face from our sins and blot out our inequities. So create in us a clean heart, O God, and renew our steadfast spirit within us. Cast us not away from your presence, take not the Holy Spirit from us but restore unto us the joy of your salvation and uphold us all by your Spirit. For the sacrifice of God, our broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, these, O God, you will not despise. In Jesus' name, amen. Now we will sing uh, the communion song this morning. And we will take a communion uh, all together, yeah? So hold your elements as you received it.
Bread represent the body of our Lord Jesus, who we, who we shed for you and are broken for you and I. Let us eat together as one. Let us eat. Let us raise our glass. It's, this wine represents the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ that was shed for you and I for the remission of our sins. Let us drink together as one. Let us drink. There are three things that we must remember in the Lord's Supper. The first is that Jesus died for you and I. And he is alive today with the spirit within us. And someday we will all drink and dine with him when he returns. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for his gathering. But we thank you, Lord, for what you have done for us. And to remind us, Lord, that you are our Lord and Savior. And by your love, mercy, and grace, Lord, we know that we will have an eternal life with you. So, Lord, we pray that you bless us and keep us in your love. And Jesus, because you are the light, let us walk in his light. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. This concludes our communion service. We will go into our main service at this time. Let us rise and sing Stand Up for Jesus. It's in your program. The Hawaiian and the English.
Let us pray. Pulekako, eyo hova himolalike akua ikahiko ikanani. Ka ihi ihi ameka hano hano. Keho o mai ka ia keho zana. Ke mililani aho akune mako ia oi. No laila ealoa mai oi. Ikaupoe kawa i akoa koa mai nei. Eho mai ka ia mako ameka mako mauhana. A e launa pūmai, ko uhane molele me mākou. E kuliki ai ka mākou lave lave ana, me kau i maki maki ai. No laila e ho nani i aia, o i loko o kau o noa, o ka mākua, ki keki a me ka uhane he molele. O Holy Jehovah, the God that is filled with glory, sacredness and beauty, we thanks and praise and glorify thee. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, your servant who are gathered here together. Bless us and our work this morning. Let your Holy Spirit abide with us so that we be able to do thy work according to thy will. Therefore, we praise thee in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You shall be seated. Our next name is Savior like a shepherd. Yesu no ke ka uhi po ka uhi pa mai ka ie he ya ma ko ka oha. Before I continue, I'd like to express my aloha and good morning to all of you here, and especially to my nephew, Gordon. 
All the way from Hawaii. He's over here somewhere. Where is Gordon at? He's sitting right here. That's my nephew, Gordon. And of course, uh, Jacqueline, you're back here. You've been all over the place, and we welcome you home once again. Glad to have this morning. Uh, and also all of you, my family in Christ, if any one of you are here for the first time, uh, please uh, uh, stand up and come up and, and say something. If not, then you're okay. Our scripture reading for this morning is found in the book of Proverbs. In the third chapter, in verse 5 and 6. This is a sort of familiar one to all of you, I know, or most of you. It talks about obedience. In verse 5 in Proverbs chapter 3. He says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make you, your path straight. Father, thank you for this word. Open our hearts, Lord, that we might receive what you have for us this morning. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Uh, announcement at this time? Aloha, everyone. Just a quick reminder that the last Saturday in May uh, will be our Aloha Christian Fellowship uh, Ministry here at the church, and it's part of uh, Pastor Millie's ministry. So we look forward to seeing all of you. I haven't heard any details about uh, who's handling it, but I assume we're doing potluck again. So we look forward to seeing all of you the last Saturday in May. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jacqueline, do you have anything you want to share with us this morning? Um, When I I went to San Diego and uh, visited some friends there, and it was really fun, but also, God began to deal with me about my heart. And I said, what, Lord? Because I met a lot of broken-hearted people down there to pr- I had to pray over and pray with in the churches. And what the Lord showed me was, in every culture, in every person, there's, you know, there's a broken heart. And if it's disappointment or something happened, um, you know, where somebody broke your heart... And he said, most of the issues, you know, all the issues of life deal with the heart and heartbreak. And I began to pray for the Hawaiian people because I've read the history and I'm studying the history. And I found out a lot of things I didn't know. And I began to pray for the Hawaiian people's hearts. They've been disappointed. They've been lied to. Um, And I know this happened 100 years ago. But I'm praying generational curses off of them. I'm praying a spirit of forgiveness would hit the islands. And I keep seeing the ark go, you know, the Noah's ark go into the islands. And I believe God is going to bring revival to the Hawaiian people. And the hearts are going to be healed in every area. And there's going to be a restoration. And I'm praying that land that was taken from them would be returned miraculously. And that's probably why I'm here. I'm not sure why, but (laughs) all I can think about is Hawaii (laughs) and the Hawaiian people. And that's what my prayer is. And I feel like God, God would say to you today, he hasn't forgotten the Hawaiian people. You know, he hasn't, he sees your culture. He sees your heartbreak. He sees what has been done to you as a people. And that you're not victims, you're going to become victorious in all this. It's taken a long time, but you will see the salvation of the Lord, his arm strong in the islands of Hawaii. I don't know how, but miraculous, he is going to do a a work of God and a move in the islands that the islands have never seen before. Thank you, Jacqueline. It's, It's true, very true. God is moving with his spirit, moving through all the earth. Signs of wonders when God move it, move it, O oh Lord, in you. Go home. Come. Can I add something to that? Go ahead. Funny thing she mentioned that yesterday when I was working, I was delivering some flowers. And I uh, delivered some flowers to this Haole people. And he, he looked at me and said, oh, you're from Hawaii. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I consider myself a Hawaiian because I go to Mo- the island three or four times a month. So, oh, what do you do? He said, we're the designer. We, we took, they bought the Manelli Bay Hotel. They bought 
the islands of Lanai. And he said, we are restoring it to the original Hawaiian people. I said, really? He said, yeah, you know, the, I said, well, Manali Bay Hotel. He said, no, we changed the name. He changed the name to the, what the bay, the original bay of uh, the, uh, that place is. He told me the name. I, I forgot. He said, that is the name of the place. They researched, and they got a lot of artifacts that belong to the island of Lanai, scattered throughout the world. They brought some back from uh, Boston, uh, New England, uh, back from the Orient, and the, 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 what you call that, they donated to the Bishop Museum. So they're using a lot of the old Hawaiians over there to help them to bring back some of the, some of the glory of Lanai. And he said, you know, Hawaii has the lowest, lowest unemployment rate in the world. See, because all the people here work, they're always doing something. And he was very, very impressed. And also, if people don't know the cape that was given to um, Captain Cook by one of the kings, the Golden Cape, it was passed on, passed on. But now they found it, and it's being brought back to the islands and being donated back to the Bishop Museum where it belongs. So a lot of the artifacts that was taken away, it started to come back to the islands. Thank you, Roy. Yes, God is moving, like I said. Okay, Akumohana is obedience. But before I go to the Kumohana, I have to sing a song. You know, I love to sing and praise God, you know. You know, he gave me a talent to use my hands with my ukulele. And he gave me a mind where I can sing and arrange songs. But the most part that I really like is when I get to share with everyone, you know, and not to keep it to myself. So this song was, uh, the melody is Autumn Leaves. And the words were by our good friend, the wife and I, our good friend, Helen and Claude Carney. They're from Hawaii. And he, he put these words in on the 14th of February, 1980. So I'm going to sing this song uh, through his words. I know everybody knows the melody. The falling blessing Coming from heaven The grace of faith Of hope and love I see your spirit Among your people In how they live in how they share Since you came to show the way Long ago I saw the people go To share your What they have learned from you, my Lord, since time began, oh my
since you came to show the way long ago I saw your people go to share your word what they have learned from you my Lord since time began oh my Lord oh mm. the falling leaves the falling blessing God blesses us every day when you wake up in the morning, his blessing is with you. And you open your eyes and say, this is the day that the Lord has made for me and for all. Yeah. So let's rejoice and make it good for him. Don't give him only one hour of the day. Give him 23 hours and you take one. Because when you do that, he has more for you. Obedience is the kumana. He says, welcome to God's school of obedience. Today, we'll be uh, in a sitting in one of our class today called Obedience 101. Okay? He says that. For some of us, uh, the lesson is, is new. But for most of us, it's a good review. Okay? So two things we must learn. And those two things is that we have to do to achieve our goal to be an obedient and God honoring lifestyle. Our lifestyle has to be God, all with God. Yeah. He says that the key requirement for obedience is trust. Trusting in God, which the Lord expects you and I to have in verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Verse 5 says, Obedient response results from a what? A foundation of faith. You must have faith. Yeah? Foundation of faith. And those who uh, reject, it's because they lack of it. They, they don't want to do anything with it, or they don't know. And to live an obedient life, he says, we must be obedient. God is who he has revealed himself to be. So accept his plan and his purpose for you and I. Whatever God has for you and I today, accept that. Because it is his. Yeah? Accept the plan, like you said, and trust and obey. And what? Watch for his response. So when you pray, you request what you want from the Lord. You must wait. Wait. And he will answer his prayer in his time. Obedience is the same thing. Trust and obey in Jesus Christ. And watch for your response. You see, you know, God, he delights in, in uh, blessing you and I. Especially when, when we listen to him and do what he wants us to do. Yeah? It's like parents. If your children do what you want them to do, oh, everything is so good. The kids are happy. You know, you are happy. You have done your work. That's why he's instructing the child. Or they're young, so they won't forget. So obedience plays a very important part because obedience is what? Blessings from the Lord. Disobedience is punishment. We know that. And it says that uh, trust and to live. The second one is what? To wait. Wait upon the Lord. Okay? In all thy ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. So we trust the Lord, and you must wait for his response. And there's three other essential things in, in obedience, and one of them is that, uh, what? you got to meditate, you know. As you study the scripture, you have to meditate on his words. 
It's like when you go to school, you give your homework, you go home and you study, right? It's like meditating. You got to study, see, see what the subject is about, what I have to learn. So when you meditate on God's word, that is one of the essential things in obedience. Because, yeah, you know, God knows everything. So you clear your mind. Yeah. Taking communion this morning, did you prepare yourself? Are you worthy? Yeah. Are you worthy for the blood and the bread? So you need to make yourself pono, in other words. Your thoughts got to be clear. The path to, to God has to be open and clear. No obstruction in it. So, meditating, he said that, you know, God's power, direct to you and I, and if we call upon him, you know, our, our part is what? To pursue wisdom. Through what? Through the scripture. Only for today. No. For every day. Our purpose is to know the scripture. If you want to know God, you want to know what obedience or anything that question in your mind. You need to go to scripture. Because God knows everything. Don't go to your friends. The second one is you have to listen. Okay, you folks all listening to me this morning. We must listen and learn to listen. The Holy Spirit is the one that works within us. Yeah. For revelation. For inspiration, illumination. So we must listen to his word. And to bring to remembrance all what the Lord has done for you and I. And our communion is, is part of that. To remember what Jesus has done. And then our third one is to walk. Like people say, you know, you've got to walk the talk. That's true. You've got to walk. Yeah? Because repenting, we got into obedience. Sometimes we, we walk and we don't know where we're going. Or why, why I have to go over there? You know? I don't know why I have to go there, but God knows. So you need to walk in the Lord. Like when God told Abraham, go. So you got to go. A couple of weeks ago, we had a mighty service over here. And one of the messages was to go. And the, others, the other message was to, to stir. Stir up your enthusiasm. Stir up your spiritual life. So the lesson that he gave us what to stir. Jesus had to stir the water so this man can be healed. So we need to stir our mind, our soul, our heart to God's ways. So consider the importance of obedience in the life of faith. He said, ask the Lord what he wants you to work first. Trusting, waiting, meditating, listening, or walking like he does. Obedience is, you know, I had a friend had a dog, nice little dog, and she used to take it to obedience class every day. I said, why you have to take the dog to obedience class? Oh, these dogs, they, they learn, and they're, they're nice. You tell them what to do, and they, they do that. That's no kid. He said, yeah. So she showed me, gave me command. I said, oh, my goodness. I said, we used to have dogs when we were young, a whole bunch of dogs. They don't listen to us. They run all over the place. <laughs> and there are times, and you go up the mountain, they had wild dogs. We used to call them wild dogs. But they were domestic animals. But they were just loose in the, in the mountains. Same thing with the pigs. Same thing. So she said, no, if you train these animals, you know, like you train your, your children. And they're obedient. They're good. And I was, you know, I was, I thought, Wow. You know, it's, it's really something that people spend time with the animals and uh, sometimes not enough with the children. Yeah. But obedience comes from our Lord. Have faith. Don't be, don't be discouraged or, or always in a rush. Obedience is shared because God told us to obey and trust in him. See, Jesus said, trust and obey, and you'll be happy in Jesus. And we all know that. So if we were to obey the things that were brought to us, like this morning we were driving, and I, I told her, we stopped at the traffic light, and 
I said, you know, obedience. She told me, what's the, the lesson for this morning? I said, well, it's obedience. I said, yeah, you can imagine if I were to drive right now, right through the red light, I might get away with it. But that is not the right thing to do. So we talk about those things, you know, about traffic and all that, obeying the law. And I told her, I said, you know, in this city of Las Vegas, for example, I think if I was a commissioner, a police chief or something, you know, I would make it known to the public that uh, if you have any traffic violation, you're going to pay right on the spot. I pull you over, I give you a ticket because you were over speeding or whatever, it could cost you $500 right now. And if you don't have it, we impound your car. I said, this happened in Spain. When I was stationed in Spain, we were briefed. And when you drive in town and uh, La Guardia or the police pulls you over, they can give you a fine and you have to pay. If you don't pay, they impound your automobile and it's going to cost you more. So I'm telling my wife, that's what they should have here. Traffic violation, anything. Let the public know that if you don't obey the law, you're going to have a fine. So you, even if you walk with money in your pocket because you just hit the, the rubber flash in the casino and you get $4,000 in your pocket and you're going on the road and you're causing all this violation, yeah, you may be lucky it's not me because I'm going to tell you it's going to cost you $5,000. But I was telling my wife the point that I'm trying to stress is that you have to let the public know to obey certain things because it is for their good, you know, and it is for, for everyone's good. But if you have something like that, I bet you people can say, oh my goodness, we better have money when we go from here to this across the street. Well, not necessarily. Just be careful. It's only those who violate, you know, the law that they should be punished. Punishment can be good when you take things out of the pocket of the bank account. In this city, it's all about money, right? So I told wife that that's one thing that they should do to let everybody know. It comes to obeying, yeah, obeying the law, obey what God wants us to do, what? To love one another, to be good to each other, to praise him, to serve him. All the things that we know as far as being obedient, you know, is for our own good. And that's how God wants us to do, to obey. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Wow. So he's telling us that. The other evening we had a service and this guy talked about that, that we are very precious to God. We are all precious to God. Well, I think that God's promises are precious to each and every one of us. But he already promised us this. And I think it's very precious because you're either going to what? Obey or don't obey, accept or refuse, believe or not to believe. So, God's word is not only precious, it is our life. It is what he wants us to, to be like his son, our Lord Jesus. So in order for us to have a good relationship with each other and with the Lord, you must obey. Obey, keep his commandments. Yeah, Keep his commandment in your heart. Use it as a sign for you when you're in in trouble, or when you do not know. See, when you do not know what you're doing, yeah, and someone who probably know can help you, but if you're by yourself, if you don't know the scripture, then you wouldn't know what to do. Then you're going to blame somebody else, everyone except yourself. So by obedience, it means to be what? To obey. Learn. Walk. Listen. Meditate on the word. Be of a good report. Be a good person every day. Obey. Obedience means to be kind. Mercy. Love. All those things are. The fruit of the Spirit is, 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 is wonderful. 
it is a guide for you and I. And I think that uh, once we know how to obey the rules and laws and obey our Lord, he'll give us a good good life. You know, I want to <laughs> say a humorous joke. <laughs> it had to do partly with obedience. Now, you, you both judge on this. It talked about these two persons. The name was Curtis and Leroy. And they saw in an ad, a newspaper ad, about a mule. Or, well, yeah, a mule. So they went and purchased the mule for $100. Now, they called up the farmer. They told the farmer. They paid him $100 for the mule. So the farmer next morning drove up and said, Oh, guys, I'm sorry. You know, you come here to pick up your mule. I said, yeah. So what happened? The mule died last night. So two of them said, well, if he died, give our money back. So the farmer said, oh, you know what? I can't do that because I spent it last night. <laughs> then they said, okay, just bring us the dead mule. So the farmer said, what are you going to do with the dead mule? So both of them said, oh, we're going to have a raffle. You're going to have a raffle on his mule. So the farmer said, you can't have a raffle a dead mule. So the guy, Leroy said, we sure can. Heck, we, we don't have to tell them that he's dead. Okay? So a couple of weeks later on, the farmer ran into both of them at, at the Piggly Wiggly store. And the farmer asked, hey, fellas, what did you do with that dead mule? And he said, we raffled him off, like we said we were going to do. So Leroy said, shucks, we sold 500 tickets. $2 a piece, and we made a profit of $898. So the farmer said, my Lord, didn't anyone complain? So yeah, the fellow who won was upset, so we gave him back his $2. <laughs> Isn't that so? <laughs> complain, you gave him back his $2. So I guess they were obedient to themselves. So I don't know who they were obedient. I don't know how, you, how you're going to... Judge obedience in this, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we do things like that, right? Now, if you were to do that, you have the profit of eight hundred ninety-eight dollars. What would you do? Huh? What would you do? Huh? Huh? First of all, give my Lord his ten percent. Right? Give the Lord his ten percent, and then you'll be okay. So I pray and thank God that uh, the word that he brought to us is more in obedience to remind us that uh, we need to trust and obey. Not only in our Lord, especially our Lord, but to each other. And to all the members of this church, to each other, and to our family and loved ones and strangers that we meet. Especially strangers that we meet. So I pray and thank God once more for what he's given us. Father, I thank you for these words, Lord, you brought into our hearts. Let he who have ears, let me hear what the Lord has said, my Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you continue to abide with us and, and make us strong in our wisdom, knowledge, and understanding heart that, that we can be obedient servants unto you. Yes, obedient, Lord, and serve you. And we serve you, Lord, and praise you. And when we do praise you is that we serve you to give you honor, glory, and praise. So, Father, once more, we thank you once more for this day. And thank you, my Lord what you have done. In your precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, we shall have our offering at this time, I guess. Oh, by the way, if anyone want to share something, you got two minutes. I give you guys two minutes. Anybody want to share something? No? Uh, about my nephew, Gordon. You want to say something? No? Well, Gordon told me that his presence here is it's, uh, it's good enough. And I said, I'm glad to see him. And uh, he's making a change in his life. And, uh, you know, when God tells you to go, you better go. And I guess maybe the Lord told him that. You got to go. So you just go. Because God finds favor in those who obey and trust him. In Jesus' name. Thank you. That's at the offering at this time. And then we have our doxology. That's at the offering. Again, next week is Mother's Day. And uh, I guess us men got to be very busy. We haven't decided what to do yet, but we'll think about something. Let us all rise and sing uh, 
or doxology. May the blessing of Jehovah God, the loving Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of the Holy Spirit abide with us all. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. In Jesus' name, Amen. Mahalo. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.